What is going on, movie lovers? Welcome back to another edition of No Content for Old Men. This is the podcast where every week I give you reviews of the latest movies and some streaming suggestions for your weekend. As always, I'm your host, Matt Craig. Thank you so much for listening. And this week, it's always fun for me to get a new Guy Ritchie movie. And that's exactly what we have this week with Wrath of Man starring Jason Statham. We're going to be talking about that. Also, Netflix just dropped a three-year-old movie that has kind of just been sitting on the shelf. And I was actually pleasantly surprised by it. So we're going to be talking about Monster on Netflix. And then some streaming suggestions. I have two other Netflix movies. So, wow, we're very Netflix heavy this week. Um, that fit the description of, wow, they really don't make them like they used to. <laughs> so you're going to have to stick around for all of that. And uh, as always, you can get in touch with me at Mr. Matt Craig on Twitter or through my newsletter at mattcraig.substack.com to let me know what you think of any of these movies if you check them out or give me some suggestions of movies I should be checking out and reviewing on the podcast. So, all right, let's jump into Wrath of Man. A movie like Wrath of Man should come out every weekend. Now, don't take that to mean that this movie is perfect or even awesome or especially good for that matter. But if a fun, funny, action-packed popcorn flick like this was going up, on giant screens with surround sound every weekend, you can't tell me more people wouldn't venture off the couch to the box office to see them. Nobody does replacement-level Hollywood movies better than Guy Ritchie, a writer-director who made a name for himself doing foul-mouthed cockney gangster movies before cashing in with big studio IP projects like a King Arthur adaptation, two Sherlock Holmes movies, and the live-action Aladdin. Again, none that I would especially recommend. Okay, I take that back. The first Sherlock movie slaps. But all of which would leave you satisfied for having bought a ticket to see. Once Richie crawled out of the IP machine, he returned to form with The Gentleman, a movie packed with the kind of brash, profane, witty characters that have become his signature. It's one of the more purely entertaining movies in recent years and legitimately funnier than pretty much every capital C comedy movie over the same span. This iteration of Richie's gangsterism is a remake of a 2004 French film set in the Los Angeles underworld that still teems with the sounds of a Cockney accent. Richie's other signature, thanks to star and frequent collaborator Jason Statham. It's kind of a hard premise to describe without spoiling the movies, which jumps around in time to interlock puzzle pieces that supply a semblance of satisfaction at the end. All you need to know is that there's a big heist in the center with a handful of plot twists spiraling spiraling out in every direction. But if I'm being honest, the movie felt kind of like off-brand, Richie. It was like a copy of a copy of a copy of an old CD. Wow. Have I really reached an age where my references are dated? My goodness. So how about this one? It's like some other lesser writer trying to write a, quote, Guy Ritchie movie. The elements are all there, but they're faded versions of themselves. The characters aren't quite as colorful. The banter isn't quite as witty. The jokes aren't quite as funny. None of his movies are, you know, quote unquote about something, but I, which I really don't mind actually, but the lack of sharpness here is perhaps more obvious because of it. What fills in the void is just a completely over-the-top action. Richie is no stranger to violence in any of his movies, but the pulpy playfulness 
has been replaced here by aggro macho man type fighting, which is to say, in short, that I came in hoping for rock and roll and ended up getting something closer, in, in fact, suspiciously close to Den of Thieves. But you know what movie is better than 80% of the IP crap that they serve up at the movies these days? That's right, Den of Thieves. I wanted to dislike this movie from the opening scene, which features some of the most painfully wooden dialogue I've witnessed in a long time. As the movie unfolded, however, the movie won me over. Uh, The big picture narrative structure is clever, the visual stylings are still top-notch, literally no one frames a man in a suit with a gun better than Richie, and... I recognize that's a big claim to make. And ultimately, it's really impossible to resist the gruff charms of Jason Statham. So, if you set your expectations correctly, you're going to have a really fun time checking out this movie at the theater, hopefully, or at home. Every single week, I give you something new, something old, and something to stream. This week, all three of them are on Netflix, but uh, this week's something new is Monster. And part of me wonders how this racial drama would have been received had it been released soon after its premiere, way back at the 2018 Sundance Film Festival. That feels like a lifetime ago, before many of the themes of this movie became common knowledge, parts of the culture, and the movie and TV market got fully saturated with similar stories. Right now, it's a criminal trial movie that will hardly cause a ripple in the year of Mangrove or The Trial of Chicago 7, and that's unfortunate. Still, Kelvin Harrison Jr. gives an outstanding lead performance as a young man with a loving family and a bright future who gets implicated in a crime. But, and I know what you're thinking, it's not exactly what you think. Innocent boy, racist system. No, it's much more nuanced look at the gray area of a young man's life and the razor's edge between making it out of a tough situation and throwing it all away. If the movie were made today, you certainly wouldn't be able to get John David Washington in a small part as one of the criminals. Dude is now like the lead of a Chris Nolan movie. And the surprisingly compelling work of ASAP Rocky as the other defendant hits different a few few years later. Did I mention that Jeffrey Wright and Jennifer Hudson are the parents? Yeah, this movie has talent everywhere, and the acting really carries what could be critiqued as a pretty heavy-handed premise. Harrison is a star, joining the elite class of young black actors like Daniel Kaluuya, Lakeith Stanfield, Michael E. Jordan, and John Boyega, though right now he plays Sad Boy so well, and I'm thinking of Waves, which a movie I love from a couple years ago, his best comparison point might be Lucas Hedges. Either way, I can't wait to see what he's going to do over the next five to ten years. This week's something old, you've probably heard of this one. It's from 1999, and it's Notting Hill. <laughs> Dropping this year for two reasons. First, as a PSA, because one of the very best rom-coms is leaving Netflix at the end of May, which gives you about two weeks, two and a half weeks, to rewatch or, God forbid, catch it for the very first time. And secondly... Another PSA reminder that Julie Roberts is the GOAT rom-com actress. Respect to Meg Ryan, but no. Drew Barrymore, Sandra Bullock, and J-Lo aren't in the same league. And don't you so much as mention Kate Hudson or Reese Witherspoon in this conversation. Nobody, and I mean nobody, can match up with the lineup of Pretty Woman, My Best Friend's Wedding, Runaway Bride, and of course Notting Hill. It's 
the best of the bunch in my view. And not just because it matches her up with arguably the GOAT male rom-com actor in Hugh Grant. It's the movie that launched a million fantasies of a normal Joe Schmo being able to land a movie star. Still waiting on Lily James to wander into my used bookstore, if you know what I mean. Finally, something to stream this week. It's State of Play on Netflix. Now, the the quote-unquote movie that would never get made today title gets used way too liberally these days. But ladies and gentlemen, we have a new leader in the clubhouse. I can't tell which element of this is more of a time capsule of this specific moment in history. A, the $60 million budget spent on an adult drama about a newspaper. B, the fact that way back then you could get Russell Crowe, Ben Affleck, Rachel McAdams, Robin Wright, Helen Mirren, Jason Bateman, Jeff Daniels, and Viola Davis in the same cast. Let me, let me just say that one more time. Russell Crowe, Ben Affleck, Rachel McAdams, Robin Wright, Helen Mirren, Jason Bateman, Jeff Daniels, and Viola Davis in the same cast. Or C, the depiction of a newspaper with a giant newsroom full of journalists who have the power to influence law enforcement, politics, and public opinion? Man, those were the days. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this week's show. It was a quick one, I know. Uh, Maybe not the splashiest week in movies, but uh, I appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate you guys spreading the word about this podcast, about the newsletter. Uh, That means a ton. So I I love hearing that. I love hearing from you guys. Uh, Let me know what movies you guys are watching or shows. You know, I'd I'd love to, yeah, to talk with you about it. I always love, love hearing from you guys. So get in touch with me, again, at Mr. Matt Craig on Twitter or through the newsletter at mattcraig.substack.com. Next week, we're definitely going to be talking about HBO slash Warner Brothers' new release, Those Who Wish Me Dead, starring Angelina Jolie. Very, actually, very excited for that one. Uh, If I get around to it, (laughs) Zack Snyder has a new movie coming out on Netflix, Army of the Dead. You guys know my thoughts on Zack Snyder, um, so yeah, I'm not. My hopes are not too high for that one. Uh, <laughs> and then finally, um, there's a new Jigsaw movie coming out, Spiral, starring Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson. Again, not sure I'm gonna get to that one, but uh, it looks interesting. It looks interesting. Um, so yeah, lots to look forward to. Again, thank you guys so much for listening, and until next week, I guess I'll see you at the movies. <laughs>